0: Welcome everybody to the second episode, of Bridge to Reality podcast. Uh, three simple uh, purposes for our park our po- podcast. Uh, we're gonna keep it simple, embrace debate, and finally discuss issues in society on how to how sports tend to affect how communities grow, live, and influence politics. We're gonna try to do this every Sunday. Uh, I got a I'm, I'm Javier Smith, the host. Former college basketball player, Robert Morris University. Uh, I have two children, uh, both former high school and college athletes. Uh, I'm currently working at uh, Winthrop University in Student Academic Services and a member of Phi Beta Sigma. Today we have on the roundtable Keith L. Jones, former college basketball player, Robert Morris. The reason why I say that is important the uh, advice that we were going to give him because we're former athletes. And we've raised kids. Uh, He has three children, currently working at Comcast and sales. The owner of Leverage Your Income, marketing LLC, uh, entrepreneur for seven years, and also a member of 587. So I'm getting to the topic, first topic today on college education. Uh, I uh, researched a little note here about from U.S. news from 2010 and basically eight tips for the student athlete. Uh, and I think well, I took one off uh, in this situation. I'm gonna ask Keith about, you know, to respond to the question, how should student athletes prepare for the workplace? But it says here that one of the tips is to manage your brand. Uh, signing on to a college or athletic automatically projects you into the spotlight. Not only in the field, but off the field too. You're on the face of the university and your actions reflect your institution and your sport. So I think student athletes really have to think about that. They are really setting themselves up, setting themselves up uh, to be out in the public, to kind of give that positive uh, image to a potential job uh, or a potential employer. Uh, So I think they really have to pay attention to watching what they do on social media, watching what they do. Uh, when they're not on the field uh, so they can really, you know, enhance their brand. So, Keith, what would be your advice to student-athletes and what they need to prepare for when they're going into the workplace?
1: My advice, the main thing is, you know, like we said, we're former student-athletes that we didn't have to worry about in that social media. The almighty camera, the eye in the sky. Um, And we must understand that as well, I'm saying that I'm still in there, but the current student athlete has to be aware of their brand. You can't go around, you know, and just being the average Joe now because you're not. You have a bullseye on your back in in 2019. Um, One thing that me and you went through when we was in college is we didn't realize how lucky we were at the time. Um, at Robert Moore's, because there was, um, we had a football team and a basketball team that we was very close, you know, that um, group of guys. However, the football team wasn't fully scholarship. And they looked upon us as, you know, privileged. Um, Y'all don't deserve it as much as us, because at the time they were running more than us. But we didn't fully understand. I know I did did fully understand, you know, the position that I was put upon, was given rather, um, because of a love of a game. And that's powerful. And I think it's a lot harder now in 2000, in the 2000s compared to us graduating in 19 and 9. But um, I, I, I really know for that, even if I didn't believe this, that your brand is very powerful. You know, especially now, the way how each individual is their own social media advertising company. So it's part of who you are. And, you know, you can only make um, a first time imp- impression once. And now today, they don't have to fly you in. They could just look online and, and find that impression of you. So it's very important.
0: And it's funny you said, I I was thinking about, uh, you know, your, your Twitter account or your uh, Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think students realize that, uh, most of the employers or college coaches are combing through that. I mean, they're looking at it constantly because I, sometimes I see some of the posts and things like that, that, you know, student athletes are putting out there, you know, trying to get recruited. and. I think they need to be told a little bit more, a little bit more coaching on, you know, that brand. And you talked a little bit about once they come on the campus, uh, which is, I don't think, I didn't really think about, is you come in as a student athlete with this status. And a lot of people are, are like you said, other players, uh, uh, faculty, teachers, uh, other, other uh, you know, athletic community, you know, stakeholders, they're really looking at trying to see what type of person you are Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of pressure for a 17 18 year old uh but it's 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 good pressure because hey we all learned that uh we can't do everything that everybody else is doing because we had an opportunity at a scholarship we had you know if, if we did everything that everybody else was doing we could risk that opportunity uh so it, 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 if you're out there, you look at your, your student athlete and you're you're kind uh, of you know, worried about what you should look for when it comes to working. Uh, understand that, you know, your your resume is basically your Twitter account or your Facebook or your social media. So my next mm. my next question is uh, this is a big one. I, I get this a lot. You know, selecting the right major—you know—and how important that is for student athletes. I was googling something uh, that that had to do with advising and uh, what students should be aware of. And there was one statistic: uh, an estimated twenty to fifty percent of students enter, enter colleges as undecided, meaning they didn't have a major. And a an estimated seventy five percent of the students change their major at least one, at least once before graduation. What do you think about you know? How do you advise students to kind of look at majors and what, what should they look for?
1: Wow, um, I'm just gonna piggyback off of what, what I mean. was we talking about earlier about how the universe is powerful and. You know, I, I'm going to bring that into this conversation and I'm going to go full throttle after that. But uh, we were just talking about you uh, all online, about how 20 years ago, RD uh, actually pledged our fraternity, where you're working at currently. And if you didn't make that decision to join that fraternity right now, that would be not in void today. You know, so we never know what decisions we make will affect, affect us in the, past, in the future. So with that being said, on my end, I'm a little biased because I am an entrepreneur. But when I came into um, Robert Morris University, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, sports, basketball was a means for me to find a way out. And for me, I could say um, it wasn't that important um, of knowing what I wanted to do. You know, become when I first came to college because that was my first step. However, for individuals that's going into college now in 2000, the year 2000, you know, beyond, I would definitely say it's very important. Um, however, if you don't know, you know, what it is you want to do after sports or you haven't thought that far yet, it's good to go into a general, um, you know, take general classes when you first start off. And then start branching out and learning more about these majors that your college um, has to offer. Um, definitely because, you know, the best thing, best advice I could give to anyone is time and looking and research careers that they that they are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, they wouldn't mind doing daily if they wasn't getting, you know, um, paid for it. Sometimes it's not all about the money. Sometimes it's just a, it's about the peace of mind and doing something you are. I don't think it should be as much pressure as it is now on the student athlete to find a career. But I think it should definitely get serious once you become enrolled and on campus to give yourself a, a chance to start researching different industries that you possibly might be interested in. Yeah, I'm
0: glad you said that because uh, me not me working in student academic service, I kind of see a lot of students are you know undecided. But one of the NCA, you know, NCA has uh, academic progress rules that kind of affect the student athletes, uh, where they have to you know they have to have a percentage of their uh, they have have I'm sorry, they have to have a percentage of their curriculum kind of finish like freshmen, sophomore, and junior year. So there's certain percentages. So they, I think the NCAA has to really work on those restrictions. I understand why they're doing it because they want to make sure student athletes and coaches are accountable for, you know, uh, progressing student athletes towards their degree. But I think they get caught up on, you know, they sometimes are forced into uh, a major, you know, that they're not interested in. Like you said, they're not, they don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Sitting on campus and, and, and trying to understand what, you know, first, what type of basketball or football player they're going to be, what type of athlete. And then it's the student part that takes a little bit more time. And I think we need to, I think the NCAA really has to work on helping student athletes because you and I know we came in with one goal. We wanted to get a scholarship and then we wanted to go play professionally. Mm-hmm. So those were the goals. As far as being a student, that was part of the package. We <laughs> didn't really think about that yet. So it's, it's just a little bit of time. And in general taking the general classes is a, a great a great advice for student athletes. But I think it's hard because you know there's not enough classes available to go that route for like two years. You know, I know a lot of people say do two years and then uh nah, it's, it's just the system is a little bit more difficult. But I think that's just a great idea. for, And just understand that it's going to change. Like you said, the, you just never know. And I think you should take the stress off yourself if you're a student-athlete out there. Take the stress off yourself and understand that things are going to change. Uh, and you just got to adjust to it. You know, that's
1: the I'm, most important thing. I'm sorry to just cut you off, but industries are changing before our eyes right now. You know, we were into more customer service. Now we're moving into more digital and um ai technology so mm-hmm. you, you know people that started college three years ago might be looking at a situation where that industry that they was thinking about you know joining when they graduated won't be there in the next five ten years Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true you know, it's changing every day and you got to prepare yourself for, and uh I'm, I'm glad you talked about that because we're going to get into Networking, career development advice, uh, uh, you know, what would you give to a student athlete? And I talked a little bit about trying to value a plan B. Uh, the reality, however, is that, you know, only about probably that's probably less. Uh, 5% of all the college athletes, is think about all the athletes compete professionally after graduation. So I think. What advice? Because I know the one thing that student athletes always talk about, and and you know I look at them like I'm crazy sometimes because I've been there before. Is talk about this? They just they just don't have the time, you know. And what I would say to them is, you do have downtime. It's just what you choose to do with your downtime. That's the most important thing. You have to take opportunities and investigate and research, like you said. What what are your interests? What are you interested in? What do you think you might do outside of basketball and try to, you know, get some of those skills before you leave, you know, the college? So, because when it's over, your playing career is over, it's a tough transition. So, how, what, what advice would you give them for networking and kind of career development while they're on campus?
1: Man, I mean, <laughs> I can only go by my experiences and the best decision I made was for me, was joining a fraternity. Now, I'm not saying everyone should join a fraternity, but the moral of this whole conversation I'm going to sum up is I think you need to network and look at different organizations on your campus and get involved with some of them. For me and you, we decided to become members of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, and it It changed my life um, just from the skills of being empowered as a vice president and a president. You know, during my college years, gave me certain skills. Now, getting advantage of those, you know, uh, opportunities like I should have. However, they were presented to me. I was able to network my first job after college through these networks. So it's very valuable to, you know, get in a different organization. Uh, run for offices, learn how to run, you know, an organization before you really get out in the real world. Another thing I would definitely give, you know, um, you know, advise people to do is to join some type of financial education courses before you get out there, balancing your, you know, credit card, things of that nature, because the first thing you're going to see once you you get on that college on campus is credit card vendors giving you free stuff to get credit cards to put you in debt so if you don't know these things of how it's going to affect you in the next five years it's definitely important to surround yourself with people who will share these you know this this knowledge with you and pass it down so definitely you know involve yourself with different organizations
0: man that's good advice i, I think uh, I, to sum it up if 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 you're out there listening that that you know i hope you're writing notes and and, and really write you know and getting uh i mean using this advice but you know three things you said that, that really popped is you know to in order to learn leadership you have to be uh, in leader in a leadership position you know it's you you might not be good at it doesn't matter it, you learn how to do it that's the only way you're going to learn how to Meet with people, how to push people, how to get people to uh, work on a project, and you know, get involved with their organizations on campus. There's, there's, there's so many organizations, and and, and they've grown since we've been in school a long, 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 long time ago. There's, there's hundreds of uh, organizations to get involved with outside of fraternities. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to choose one of the greatest fraternities in the world, you know, Phi Sigma. I, you know, I respect that. That's a good point. Uh, But the last thing you talk about is so important, that financial literacy and services, learning how to adult, that's what they call it. Learning how to adult is uh, one of the big things that, you know, is a big transition. Uh, The next question I have is uh, we're trying to prepare them. We talked a little bit about that, but I was reading the article on how the lessons, skills, and values you develop in college maybe even high school prepare you for the job for the job market. They talked about a few things and I just wanted to bring up uh what the what kind of what makes you an attractive candidate for a prospective uh employer. And they gave a few things, speaking, oral communications, learning how to do presentations. Your writing skills are very important. Uh you know, you do a lot of that, you know, putting papers together. Those are going to turn into memos and and emails and stuff that you have to send out to your boss or your supervisor or uh, you know your other employees, coworkers. Time management. We talked about that. Trying to figure out you know where you need to be, what's studying, what studying, what 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 you have to study. But that turns into meetings and projects, and it just it all comes together. Organization. They want somebody that's organized, and then. You have to be able to research, learn how to research. You know, Google is so important. You know, we had to go to the library and look at all the uh, microfish films and all. That. <laughs> we had to go old school, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to learn how to research today, where you get your information from, and, and, and where you are getting your knowledge from. And then you you and I know, being an athlete, you have to have tenacity. You know, you have to have you know that that want and that that drive to be better. So. What other, outside of that, what, what other uh, kind of tips you would give uh, student-athletes to kind of uh, become an attractive candidate, what, outside of what I just listed?
1: Um, basically, you summed it up, man. Um, one thing that I looked up upon, again, I, I, I talk to you about it all the time. I just believe that when we make decisions, we need to follow through with them, regardless of what happens afterwards, and just live with it. The decision I made when I started college, because I really didn't know what track I wanted to become, was communications. And just by looking at the list that you you know, rattled off, um, that's part of the general communication um, field. Um, you, could, you know better than anyone. And we was close. And um, compared to where I was when I started Robert Morris, compared to where I'm at now, Just the way I communicate and get my points across and my opinions and how they're formulated and how I'm talking is, wow, a hundred times better than what it was when I came out of high school. Mm -hmm. You know, just just with a lot of slang, articulate, just being able to pronunciate. You know, and all I could say is it was credited to looking at one of my flaws and that was communication because I was just so for um, you know um, forward thinking with sports that that particular um, degree helped me in the future. So it just comes down to looking at your, your flaws and being man enough and letting your people go and pick courses that will help you move forward. And again, it doesn't have to go into a job. I'm coming from the entrepreneurial world right now. You can learn skills in college and create your own job. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to understand what you want to do, and when. The faster you realize that, the faster you could go on that path. Well, you brought up a good point about communication.
0: I had to add that to uh, my notes because I of one of the things that uh, you know I had to learn is how to you know how to communicate with. authority figures, you know, how do you communicate with your coach when you have an issue or problem, you know, that, that is something that you really have to, uh, you know, work on because, uh, you know, that is your supervisor. That's your person that's in charge of, you know, uh, your livelihood. So you have to find a way if, if something is wrong or something is bothering you and, and you can't do your job, you have to find a way to communicate that to your supervisor without... Know disrespecting them or making them feel uncomfortable. That's something that is very difficult to learn, especially at a young age. Because you know, we we we're we're more in the uh, at that stage from eighteen to twenty-four. We're kind of learning how to uh, deal with criticism, how to deal with uh, direction, and because you're being supervised, so people are telling you a lot of things. And and, and when when you have an issue with that. You have to learn how, you know, communicate, talk to your supervisors about, you know, how things are going. So your job can be a little bit better. So continue to work on those things. Uh, I think it's important. And just I like what you said about anything that you find is your weakness. Find a way to work on it. Don't take it personally. I mean, we're all learning. I'm continuing to learn in, in my uh, 20s. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning as much as I can. I'm you know, still getting, you know, about to turn 21 soon. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I continue to learn, continue to, uh, fail too, because that's how you get better. So my next question is how, I know you brought up this, and I really wanted to talk about it. Uh, how to gain like tangible work skills. I know you, uh, we, and what I mean by that is, you know, the problem solving, the data, you know, analytics, the real, the specific things like social media uh, literacy, like how do you, because a lot of that is not taught in the classroom, you know, give them some advice on trying to pursue these type of things and how to deal with when they can't do it very well. Like how do you deal with that criticism? Where are some tangible things that you would offer them, that, you know, to get prepared for?
1: Um, the first thing is, you know, we had, like you stated earlier, I was cracking up microfilm and all these crazy yeah, yeah. resources and thing, you know. Um, but now, you know, the best source of information free is Google and YouTube. Yeah. Whatever you like. Go and search how to do this, how to do this, how to do that. Um, but again, it's just, you know, getting out there and being fearless, becoming your own superhero. And what I mean by that is, you know, you just have to get your fear of your ego. People is going to always talk about you. You know prime example man we, we talked about this situation earlier i mean um a couple of days ago about mc hustle man i we didn't know him personally but it just felt like a piece of us is gone because of the message that he's given. so you know you just got to get out there and look at different um you know different people that's giving out value especially you man i, I applaud you for doing what you're doing now with this platform now And I'm pretty sure somebody listening, at least if it's just one person, it's going to mean the world for them moving forward. So researching, man, being around people that's doing what you want to do, even though they're not might, might not be where they want to be, but sit down and take them out to lunch, and you know, figure out and find out what drives them, and why are they on the path they're they're on. So. You know, just getting around people doing research, and most of the research you 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 can get or you should get is free, unless you want to speed up the process. And that's when you pay for this
0: Man, you too, you 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 put a gym, You know, that's why I love talking to you. I, I learn something every time we we uh, have one of these conversations, and we we talk about different issues. And that's why I wanted to do a podcast because you know this is only gonna help people. But you said something that was. I mean, priceless, that you try to be a superhero in your role. I mean, that's so, I mean, that's that's so important. Like, whatever job you have, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Just try to be the best you can be at that position, you know. And then, you know, once you become good at that position, then you look for opportunities to grow. I think that... That 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 tangible uh, advice right there is just uh, so important. Being willing to learn, and I know me, I I call myself uh, you know a nerd, but I think more it's more of a, I'm a lifelong la- learner. Like I, I actually love to learn different things. Now, as far as putting papers together and doing presentations and all that, that's where I kind of. I, I, I don't like that part of it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing now, you know, chasing my, my uh, second master. So it's just like, I just don't like the paperwork. And I just don't like the uh, the process. But the learning process and, and, and growing is just so important. Just so important. So, I'm not going to keep Mr. T. L. Jones too long. I, I want to uh, give you a chance to, you know, say... You know some final thoughts, and then I'm gonna close down the show after that. And uh, so, what what would you say to all the uh, you know the twelve or thirteen listeners out there who's gonna listen to this this podcast? Would be your final thoughts on you know uh, preparing or using college as a tool?
1: Well, I'm sorry, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes.
1: All right, so first and foremost, I want to say thank you for inviting me to the podcast. And you said something jokingly, but again, everyone needs to hear that. You have about 12 or 13 listeners now, but that's now. This message needs to be heard. You understand what I'm saying? Like before you wouldn't have done if You wouldn't have gone through where you're at now. And that's just due to networking and things of that nature and building your brand. The thing is that you started, and you're not afraid to fail. And momentum is just like that. You know, someone has to be uh, one that goes against your brain and disrupt the the current industry. And you're doing that. So I applaud that. So my advice would be to follow Javier M. Smith's lead, Continue to listen to his podcast. Continue to get these gems. And I guarantee your your journey will be a lot easier than his because of the knowledge that he's given back. Um lastly um I just want to connect with um if you look if you're on Facebook you can search for me um, under Keith L Jones on Instagram at Leverage Your Income. Connect with me if you have questions, you know we can go from there.
0: Well, thank you so much for, for coming to the podcast and uh, supporting. We'll continue to have these important conversations each week. I'm um, to do it every Sunday. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the mu- music industry. I know I have a few guests that hopefully will come on. So uh, throughout the, the year, we're going to uh, hope and, and enjoy this podcast. So please share this podcast, send it to your friends and family. You know, we just try to help people grow and learn. Uh, you know, we don't agree on all matters, even though today we did, because, you know, that's my frat brother, and I love <laughs> him. So uh, I knew I knew we were going to be saying the same kind of things. But uh, we still show love. We agree to disagree respectfully. God bless everybody, and enjoy the rest of your week. Peace. Peace.